Hey, it's the good, the bad, and the yummy. Let's go. Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey you guys, you're on air with Ella. It's the good, the bad, and the yummy, my favorite thing to do with you each week, where I share one thing I'm loving, one thing I'm not, and one simple, super easy recipe. This week's no different. I can't wait to share this stuff with you, but first I have to give big fat high fives to Brianne, Cheyenne, and Kim. Those are the winners of the January listener giveaway. They won a Yarlap, a Spider Grip, Accelerated Silver. They totally cleaned up because they shared the show multiple, multiple times uh, with their friends and family, just like so many of you did. I can't thank you enough. There is absolutely no higher compliment to give me, to give the show, then to share the show with the people that you care about because you care about them and I care about you. <laughs> so thank you so much to all of you for sharing the love in January. And I always invite you to share the show with people that you think it will help. And sometimes people don't listen to podcasts or they're just not into maybe the whole scene, but maybe a particular show speaks to you and can be life-changing for them. I know that's certainly been the case in my own sphere. So thank you guys so much for all being a part of that love. I really, really appreciate you. I'm going to go ahead and jump in this week. There's so much to talk about. Okay. The good this week. The good this week is non-toxic shampoos and conditioners that actually work. How about that idea? I don't know about you, but you know, we've been learning for a long time together and whether you're new to the show or not, like I'm sure you know by now that the standard shampoos and conditioners, especially the ones that really work well, (laughs) (laughs) The -the off-the-shelf stuff tends to be full of chemicals that we're actually trying to get out of our lives and out of our livers. And that's everything from parabens and phthalates to fragrances and colorings and just all kinds of things that we don't need to be rubbing into our scalp. I mean, I've talked about this in our natural beauty episodes. I've talked about this type of thing when we talk about non-toxic deodorants, um, non-toxic makeup. You know, we've run the gamut on this, but my last holdout? was my hair. And let me be really, really honest with you. I am not going to stop highlighting my hair and that is toxic AF. Okay. I know that. (laughs) And I know that there are natural alternatives, including henna and that sort of thing, but I like my blonde blonde and I'm not going to change that. So I'm just keeping it real with you guys because I think that some people are able to be far more purist than I am. And I just want you to know what the real world looks like from where I'm sitting. Okay. And that is that I am not going full Puritan here. I am doing highlights. I'm doing the salon thing, but that doesn't mean that every time I wash my hair multiple times a week that I want to be rubbing chemicals into my bloodstream, into my scalp, um, letting them run into the water supply. You know, I'm just, I'm not into it. This stuff messes with our hormones. It overburdens our livers. Like I'm not down with it. And yet, and yet, I ain't going out there with some jacked up hair, right? Like, so my hair was my last holdout. That's the point I'm trying to make. I have cleaned up my makeup. I have cleaned up my skincare. I have cleaned up my soaps. I have cleaned up my cleaning supplies. Honestly, 
I could eat most of the things I clean my house and body with. But you guys, at the end of the day, vanity won for me. Okay, so I set out on a journey where I was looking for hair care products that don't leave me looking a hot mess, but that are vegan, organic, botanical, in a word, non-toxic. It goes without saying that they're not tested on animals, they're cruelty-free and all of that. That like that that comes with the whole vegan, organic, botanical thing, okay? I tested so many brands. And one thing I want to say is we all have different hair, right? So what works for me might not work for you, and what didn't work for me might work really, really well for you. So I just thought in general what I would do is I tested it, my assistant tested it, I had my family members use some. And what I did was, uh, rather than trash the brands that didn't work, I simply put together a shopping guide for you with the few brands that made the cut from inexpensive to pricey. And then I indicated on the shopping guide that I created for you which ones were my absolute, absolute favorites. And of course, my absolute favorites were the most expensive, obviously. That's how that works. But I have to tell you, my favorite favorite is made by Living Libations. That's the company owned and operated by Nadine Artemis, who we've had on the show a couple of times. And I didn't want hers to be my favorite. I really didn't want hers to be my favorite because it is muicado. Is that how you say very expensive in Spanish? I don't even know. It's it's pricey stuff, you guys. I'm not going to lie. And cost is obviously relative, but I think all of you are going to agree that this is on the higher end. However, it was magic. I used her true blue shampoo and conditioner and no, she is not paying me to say this like at all, but the true blue shampoo and conditioner is made with spirulina, which of course is like extremely expensive per ounce anyway on its own. And it was magic in my hair. I was Goldilocks. I love it so much that I just save it for special occasions now. Like I never want to run out and they're not big bottles and I treat it like it's gold in my house. What was good though, was I discovered brands I had never heard of that I use when I don't need the fancy, 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 fancy stuff. So I am sharing with you the brands that I've landed on, again, from $1 sign to $3 signs in terms of price range. And that is all available a couple of ways. Put a shopping guide together for you. It's a downloadable PDF, which means you can print it or just save it with clickable links. So if you want to look at any of these brands, you can just click on the link and get there. So we did all that work for you. They're not pretty, but they certainly are functional. And I just simply left off the brands that did not work for me. And I also left off the brands, by the way, that didn't that we didn't get samples of because I don't want to talk about anything or advocate for anything that I didn't try. So that's all in there. Uh, shout out to Living Libations. Your product is amazing. I need to like buy stock in your company or something so that I can continue to buy your shampoo and conditioner because it was heaven on earth. Thank you for everyone that sent us samples and let us play with them. I can't wait to share the winning brands with you guys in the non-toxic shampoo and conditioner shopping guide that I've created for you. So I'm emailing that out to my list. So if you're on my mailing list, you will get that just dropped in your inbox. And then I'm also going to put them for a limited time on the website. So they'll be in the show notes for this episode, number 160 at onairwithella.com. Okay, I hope that helps. Enjoy. And if there are any brands you are absolutely amazed by and love, then you've got to send them to me because I always do follow-ups for this type of thing in social media. And I love to promote other brands that you guys say that you love. So there you go. Have a non-toxic head of hair without compromising any of your wellness pursuit. 
Okay, I have a meaty the bad for you this week, and I want to spend a little bit of time on it. So let's go. I get emails from you guys from time to time asking me about things that you saw on Dr. Oz or (laughs) things that you're reading about online and lots of different pills and potions and what I call packaged promises. That's a lot of P's. Sorry, I know they're popping. And they are all these like weight loss supplements or appetite suppressants. And I just want to wrap my arms around all of you and say, no, (laughs) if there were a packaged promise, if there was some pill that we could just pop and all magically never have an obnoxious appetite again, or that would get rid of every single craving we could ever have, then don't you think, I mean, honestly, you've heard me say this before. Don't you think we'd know by now? Like, don't you think that if Garcinia Cambogia or whatever that thing is called, (laughs) if that magically reduced us all to 16% body fat, don't you think the world would know this by now? If something sounds too good to be true, my friends, you're intelligent, you know that it is. So while I hate to see people waste their money and also honestly just invest in that up and down cycle that we invest in over and over again that actually creates this sort of defeatist mentality and this feeling of failure, while that is reason alone to avoid these packaged promises, everything from you know whatever the magic extract of the week is or green coffee extract or raspberry ketones or again, Garcinia Cambogia. Am I even saying that right? I don't even want to say it right because I don't want to promote it. All of those things, they range from naturally derived stuff all the way to the scary end of the spectrum where we're talking about synthetics that have everything from high amounts of synthetic caffeine or synthetic additives that cause really negative reactions. They are filled with fillers. They are un regulated and there's a lot of junk on the market that is perfectly legal to sell that can have a lot of detrimental effects on people's health. And so these experiments in magic bullets can create situations for people such as hypertension. They can create dependence. They can even make people more prone to heart attack and stroke. There are supplements on the market, obviously, that people take and then there's a class action lawsuit about it 10 years later and they find out that it was quite lethal. I mean, these are not things to be trifled with. If someone is selling you a packaged promise, a magic pill, quite literally, it's so seductive and they're so good at it. Like their business is actually the art of seduction and manipulation, much more so than product quality. Okay. What they're actually experts in is seduction and manipulation and marketing. And the product is just whatever thing they happen to be peddling. So I just beg you to turn a very discerning eye to anything that promises to suppress your appetite, to speed up your metabolism and comes in a bottle. Now that said, I think that it's useful to talk about some very natural appetite suppressants. Why? Because sometimes we eat when we're not hungry. And sometimes we eat because we've created a pattern for ourselves where we've established that at 8 p.m. we start trolling the kitchen, right? Or at 11 p.m. we start trolling the kitchen. Or we eat because it's just a pattern that we have created and it has nothing to do with our biological signals. Now, I think you know well enough by now to know that if you're hungry, I think you should eat. Call me crazy. I think when you have natural biological hunger, it should be listened to and well fed. It goes without saying that that is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about something that I am a professional in. I have my PhD in the art of mindless eating. I could teach courses in the art of mindless eating. (laughs) Do any of you need that course? I can teach you. 
I eat out of boredom. I eat when I have transitions from project to project or subject to subject within a day. I found that I just ate in so many circumstances that had nothing to do with biological hunger or even emotional hunger because sometimes you're eating for emotional reasons and I would argue that's not necessarily a bad thing. But eating for no reason, I mean, come on, who needs that? So I thought it would be useful to share with you some real life tips, natural options for reducing cravings and for appetite suppression. Again, not for healthy appetite suppression, but for that fake sense of hunger. All right. So I want to share with you some of my favorites. These are not packaged promises. These are at your fingertips, all natural and readily available to you. All right, the first thing that I recommend, and we've done entire shows on this topic, the first thing I would recommend to you is that when you do eat, make it count. Fat, protein, water, and fiber, that makes a meal. That is a meal that is satiating. If you have a meal that's extremely high in fat and doesn't have any fiber in it, you will find that that is not nearly as satiating, okay? And that's one of the problems some people have when they go high fat, low carb, is they leave out the starches, they leave out the fibers, they leave out vegetable fibers even, and there's a lack of satiation. Fat, protein, water, and fiber in every meal is the absolute magic combination. Let's break all these down. Okay, fat we've talked about to death, okay? Protein, I'm not saying you should have as much protein as you have fat. I'm saying that having an appropriate element of protein will be filling for you, and the lack of protein in a meal is going to leave you aimlessly hungry for hours and hours if you're me. Okay. (laughs) Water, I'm talking about water content. So I actually don't chug enormous amounts of water throughout the day. I start my day chugging water and then I do certainly consume water throughout the day, but I have a very high water content in my actual diet. So I eat so many vegetables and so much fruit, relatively speaking, relative to the other foods that I eat, I mean, that the water content of my food is very, very high. Now compare that to somebody who goes and grabs a fast food lunch, which might be a cheeseburger and some fries and then maybe a soda. And so the cheeseburger has, you know, virtually for the purposes of this discussion, no water in it. And the fries have virtually no water water in them. And then the diet soda has water that is also mixed with diuretic chemicals that are actually dehydrating. And so that's an extremely dehydrating meal. Compare that to a meal where you have maybe cauliflower rice, as well as some stir fried vegetables, as well as whatever protein makes you happy. And you've got a bunch of fiber, fat, protein, but a ton of water content in there because the veggies have such a high water content. So if you're finding yourself feeling sluggish, that's a great question to ask yourself actually is, you know, am I getting enough water in my foods, in my foods? We focus so much on drinking, 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 drinking water. But the truth is, if your diet is extremely dry, that is going to show up in your your wellness markers, you know, how you feel, how constipated you may or may not be, that sort of thing. Okay, so water's key. Fiber is magic and it's so easy to overlook. And I don't know about you, when people say fiber, I think of like some sort of like 
Triscuity biscuit, right? <laughs> or um, Metamucil or some sort of dissolving fiber that you mix in water. When, of course, of course, the natural world has enormous sources of fiber available to us in the vegetables, fruits, and seeds and nuts that we consume. So meat doesn't have fiber in it. Nuts have fiber in them. Flax seeds have a ton of fiber in them. So when you grind them and use them in a soup or a smoothie or whatever, you're adding a really nice fiber supplement to that. And then vegetables and fruits, of course, you already know are loaded with fiber. And if you have a meal that is lacking in fiber, or if you, you know what, a better, more useful, more practical way to look at this is on a day-to-day basis rather than every plate basis. It's much easier. In a day, if you do not check off the fiber box, you're going to find yourself hungry and not know why. If you do not check off the water content box, you're going to find yourself hungry and sluggish and not know why. Okay. If your meals are all fiber and water and lacking in fat, you're going to find yourself hungry and not know why. I'll leave it there for now. If you want to do a show on this, let me know and we'll talk more about it. But in a day, make sure that your fat, your protein, your water content, and your fiber that those boxes are ticked every day. All right, did you know that if you have spices in your foods, you're much more likely to be satiated by them? It's true, incorporating aromatic seasonings and spices into each meal adds flavor and antioxidants. Plus, 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 aromatic foods may also help you eat less, according to some studies. If you're a huge eater like I am, I find that useful. Naturally spicy and they're anti-inflammatory. Ingredients like cayenne, black pepper, curry, turmeric, ginger, dandelion even. And of course, the tried and true cinnamon. They might help increase your body's ability to burn fat, to suppress hunger levels, to normalize your glucose levels, and reduce free radical damage associated with aging, and reduce your appetite for sweets. Now, I'm not trying to get us to be all food obsessed here, right? There's nothing wrong with eating sweets. There's nothing wrong with having fat. You know how I feel about that. However, if you're finding that you're ever feeling out of control, and that's who I'm really talking to, I want you to know, like, I tell you what, I'll use myself as an example. I recently came out on social media with a confession. I was like, you guys, I talk about real food all the time, okay? And I have, for the past three weeks, I think I've eaten two to three protein bars a day. Now they're vegan protein bars and they're made by really good companies and yada, yada, yada. I mean, two to three protein bars a day and then I couldn't figure out like why my why I was feeling fluffy and why my jeans were tight <laughs> I mean I was not eating real food I went to my acupuncturist just coincidentally and he said now how many warm meals do you eat in a day and I was like uh which day and I realized like I was unwrapping so much of my food what a hypocrite I am it's real life. It happens. And since I came out on social media, just coming out to you guys, surprise, surprise, was extremely useful to me. Just holding up that magnifying glass or mirror or light, <laughs> whichever. I need. You know what I need? I need like a metaphor consultant. Some people are so good at it. If that's you, let me know. Anyway, by shining a light on that, I don't mean it was some deep, dark demon. I just meant I was in denial about it. By shining a light on that, it made me realize I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not nourishing my body. I'm not eating real food. Um, I need to be eating warm meals with spices in them and herbs in them. And, you know, I've been addicted to those blended soups ever since. And I've been having curries and that sort of thing. But I have found, you know, a couple things you should know about me. I'm a big eater. 
I'm a big eater and I can eat like I can cook a bag of cauliflower rice for the family and then eat the entire thing myself. Like I'm a big eater. <laughs> okay. Water and fiber. Check, check. Um, when I use a curry sauce on that or when I add spices myself, it is so much more satiating and it stirs that digestive fire of mine. And it has all the happy virtues that I talked about recently with Leanne when we talked about the Ayurvedic science behind that. So it's winter here. It's, it's, I'm cold. I need the warm spices. It's much more satiating. What I didn't know is it actually has a metabolic effect potentially studies say anyway that not only is it satiating but it actually sort of helps increase your body's ability to suppress hunger levels and also to actively burn fat now people talk about that all the time and i'm like okay i hope that cinnamon is doing the trick for you but ain't nobody over here having like cinnamon and cayenne pepper drinks and watching the fat melt off my body okay but <laughs> do i understand that it stokes my digestive fire and therefore helps everything all systems go yes because in that sense i feel much more regulated my blood sugar is not going for a ride my appetite's not going for a ride so i have found adding spices and herbs to my warm meals to make a huge huge difference all right, for greatest satiety, cut your food into smaller pieces and chew every single bite thoroughly. People talk about that all the time, just like drink water, but they don't do it, I have found. So cut your food into smaller pieces and somebody please tell the men in my life about this tip, would you please? Because they're not listening to me. But cut your food into smaller pieces and chew each bite thoroughly. The whole system of digestion begins actually with your sense of smell. So it begins in the nose, but then the mouth and the chewing and the saliva, that actually begins the process of digestion. It eases the process of digestion when you chew thoroughly, which makes sense, but also slowing the whole thing down and savoring the experience, if you will, it actually leads to a more satisfying meal. I don't mean just mentally and emotionally. I mean that physically. So smaller pieces and slow the hey, hey down. All right, here's one you might not have heard of before. Go grapefruity. So people have talked about grapefruit's benefits for weight loss, and it's been the focus of loads of studies, right, about how grapefruit helps you lose weight or the enzymes in grapefruit help reduce your appetite, help lower cravings, help stimulate the lymphatic system, by the way, and can even give you a mild little perk of energy. Now, smelling grapefruit helps stimulate ghrelin-inducing feeding, making you feel fuller and less likely to give in to cravings. Who knew? The actual smell of the grapefruit supposedly has an impact on your hunger hormones and actually helps you feel fuller. So for that reason alone, a lot of people just keep grapefruit essential oil as an aromatic. And so they smell it or they put it in their oil diffuser or something of that nature. I have only just learned this and you can be sure I'm gonna go grab some because I wanna play with it. I think that's really cool. All right, my tried and true tips that you've heard me say before, if you are craving and you know you're not really hungry, you know that's not really what you are, your state might be bored or apathetic or searching or hiding, but it's not hunger, nothing, nothing cuts cravings faster than a quick burst of energy. A quick burst of cardio, if you will. 15 seconds is all it takes, 15 seconds, you guys. Jumping jacks, run in place, run up and down the stairs two times, drop and give me 20, like I don't care, dance in your kitchen. 
That super, super short burst of movement can restore the sensitivity of your neurons involved in satiety, which in turn naturally curbs food consumption and curbs that craving. I just call it changing your state, but it's true. Nobody who just sprinted a 50 yard dash wants to eat right that second. You don't even have to do a 50 yard dash. Go do a five yard dash. Again, run up and down the stairs. I'm not suggesting every time you have a craving, you go walk the dog. I'm not. That's very, very impractical most of the time, even though it does work. I am suggesting that you literally walk away, go do 20 jumping jacks and breathe. It will change your state. If you feel hunger after you're done, then you're hungry, okay? But if you're just trying to change your state and break that pattern of craving, feeding, craving, feeding, that is the single most effective way to do it. Last but not least, go brush your teeth. Keep a toothbrush and toothpaste in your purse. Keep it at work with you. Keep it at school with you. I have one everywhere I go. It's a little obsessive. It's not because of cravings. It's because I have a thing about my teeth. But brushing your teeth, getting that minty feeling in your mouth, it works. Floss if you're extra. Okay, you've heard me talk about that one before. I won't go on and on about it. Those are my quick and dirty tips for appetite suppressants, busting cravings, and avoiding this week's bad, which are packaged promises that are so much more likely to hurt you than to help you. Okay, I interrupt this program to tell you a super fun behind the scenes live action report. I pressed pause for just a second to clear my throat. And then I did the entire the yummy section without unpressing pause. (laughs) So I just shared the yummy with the ether. Nobody heard it. Does that mean it exists or not? (laughs) I don't even know. Okay, here we go. Second time around, back to our normally scheduled programming. All right, this week's The Yummy is fun because I got this from you guys. You guys totally rock my world. Here's the deal. Let me take you on the journey that I went on. I shared a recipe on Instagram for golden milk, for a warm nut milk or or coconut milk, you know, whatever you like, a golden milk latte, basically, which is made with turmeric and lots of warming spices. And it was just amazing. And of course, mine didn't turn out nearly as great as hers looked, but I'm still working on that and refining my technique. But I'm obsessed obsessed with turmeric lately, like obsessed. And I just, I think honestly, it's because it's helping my body right now. I mean, studies have shown that the curcumin in turmeric is, or turmeric is extremely beneficial for you, but you know, I I can't drink it and be like, Ooh, that was anti-inflammatory. Look at me not be inflamed. I don't have the benefit of that type of insight. I just know it feels good in my body and I'm enjoying the hell out of it right now. So I got this recipe for golden milk and shared it with you guys and loved it. And you guys made it too. And it's warming and spicy and yummy. And you guys were like, Ella, hello. You can actually make a turmeric paste and keep it in your fridge so that you don't have to make golden milk like as a ritual all the time because it is kind of multifaceted. You you cook it on the stove and you know you warm everything, stir everything, blend in everything. And it's lovely and relaxing and a ritual, but I don't know about you, I don't always have time for rituals. So ha- having the golden paste sitting in the fridge means I can have my little golden milk latte whenever I want really, really easily. So with a nut milk or a coconut milk of my choice. So this week's recipe is for this golden paste that you can keep in your refrigerator. Now, quick side note, the way I found out about this is you guys said, you got, you know, you can just buy this, Ella, like you're so cute. Did you know you could just buy this? <laughs> I was like, 
like, what? And Gaia makes this stuff called golden milk. And it is for all that I can see, I haven't gotten it yet. It is the golden paste I'm about to share with you that's dressed up with herbs and spices. And I will be getting some, I'm not going to lie, but it's pricey. I mean, it's really pricey and it's for like for four ounces, it was over 20 bucks where I am. So I, like I said, am not above <laughs> overpaying for things that make me happy. And so I will probably grab some of that the next time I'm at Whole Foods. But I went looking to see if I could make this myself because frankly, if I can make golden milk, I can do anything. So here's the deal. I went and found that you can actually make golden paste yourself with so few ingredients and just keep it in the refrigerator. It's magic. All you need is half a cup of turmeric powder. And yeah, that's just the seasoning. You get it from the spice section. You don't even have to grate it yourself from a turmeric root. <laughs> right? Which, you know, more power to you if you do, but I'm just buying the spice. Two to three teaspoons of freshly ground black pepper. Yep. Just straight from the grinder. Then you need water and you need oil. Cold pressed coconut oil. That's raw, unrefined coconut oil or linseed oil, which is also called flaxseed oil. Same thing. Or even pure extra virgin olive oil. Okay. Any of those. So this is so simple. It's just really three ingredients. You bring the turmeric and the water to a boil and then you lower the heat and simmer until it forms a thick paste. That should take about seven to 10 minutes and you may need to add a little water along the way, but that's it. You're stirring and it's turning into a paste. The freshly ground pepper and the oil, that gets added after it's cooked and it started to cool to more of just a warm temperature, okay, not hot. And you mix it all together. You just stir it really, really well. You can put that golden paste in the refrigerator for up to two weeks and just draw out of it when you need it. You can also freeze a portion if you think you've made too much to use up within two weeks, by the way. Why would you do this? Well, first of all, the benefits of turmeric are not even up for debate. I mean, it's just been widely, widely established. As I've mentioned, the curcumin and the ingredients in the black pepper are what make this combo so powerful. You could also just consume it because it tastes good. That is also an option available to you. So I'm using this now for making golden milk really quickly instead of the whole ritual. I'm just grabbing some of the golden paste and blending it very quickly with my milk and warming it up easy. You can also add it to soup. I made the same blended soups I keep talking about on the air, the last, the good, bad, and the yummy, and recipes I keep sharing online with you. And I add a dash of the golden paste to the soup and it adds a nice fire to the soup. It's really warming. I love it, love it, love it. You can put it in a salad dressing. You could basically add it to more oil and water and just make a salad dressing with it. And then you can just use it as a condiment with your veggies, like kind of, sort of, however you want to, you know, sprinkle it over, or put it in your stir fry, or even even just put some on your plate and eat it when you eat your warm veggies uh, with your lunch or dinner. Okay. Now, animal lovers, you need to know that there are whole communities devoted to the use of turmeric for dogs and for horses. Like apparently this is a thing and the dosage is really important, but this golden paste can be used for dogs and horses health. And I'm going to link to the resources there. Okay. I haven't even checked them out myself, but I could throw a little golden paste Zara's way. I think she'd love it. Anyway, you can give it to your dog. You can give it to your horse. Dosage apparently matters a lot. So if that speaks to you in any way, then check out the show notes. 
All right, you guys, thank you so much for taking me on this turmeric journey. My golden milk to golden paste journey happened because you guys started sharing things with me on Facebook and on Instagram. So thank you very much for that. I am enjoying it beyond measure. Please tell me what's your favorite turmeric recipe? What do you use golden paste for? Please inspire me. I'm a little bit obsessed. Okay, you guys, this show can be found at onairwithella.com forward slash 160 if you want these recipes, all right? Go make it a great day. Love ya. See you later. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.